0: This is Drew Locke and you're listening to Roster Watch.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation. Welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap. And joining me today is a, is a gentleman who you've heard on the pod. This is probably his fourth, fourth, fifth time on the pod. He's always on the radio show. One of my best friends in the fantasy football space, a genuine good guy, despite the way he acts on Twitter and, and in very other various other spots. He is the siege. At the siege DFS, you can find him on Twitter. That's spelled at the S E I G E. He is CJ Kaltonbach from Fantasy Guru. Siege, what the hell is going on, brother? Oh, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Hanging in, man. Hanging in. I see. I'm just I'm just home from the combine doing my work, grinding away on that. And I see that you're out here, you're out here um grinding out some like some March Madness stuff, doing these projections. Yeah, bracketology. It's been, I did started in college as a dumb hobby, like the weekend
0: before. And I was like, ah, we'll just keep going. And it's like been like 13 years now. So, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, but it's fun. It's oh. like a couple weeks a year. I just lock in. I used to do them like once a month and I was like, fuck this. I'll start doing them in March.
1: <laughs> so so for those of us that aren't completely tuned into this, but we love filling out our brackets and stuff. So we're going to have the conference, like the conference kind of tournaments coming up. Soon, then after that, there. How far away are we from when they select it and when they make the five Five days. So we are five days away. Yeah,
0: conference tournaments basically start today. So my life basically turns after this podcast. Basically, my
1: life turns into college basketball for the next week God, or so. That sounds horrible. Well, but hey, listen, if, if, if do you th- do you think college basketball is a fun sport to watch? No. It, but it's, it's just, a fantastic sport to gamble on. It it's is just a you know, to terrible sport to watch. <laughs> okay, uh, so it, for, and then just one last thing on this before we move on and everybody turns it off. It, who's the any five twelve upsets? I, like well, I guess we don't really know yet. You know, just we don't know you, quite yet, yeah. Who so do you, who 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 do you think is out there that could make a run? Who is out there that's a legit team? Are there any teams that have been good during the season? It's that wide you open. Look at them and okay. wide open. It's wide open. I think there's like 20 teams that could go win a national title this
0: year. It's wide open.
1: Are there any teams where they look like they've been good all season, but all of a sudden you find out that their coach has been fired or their star players out or something like that? Nothing any- yet, but you know, conference tournaments.
0: Right, people are going to try. So ankles will get twisted, and unfortunately, happens every year.
1: <laughs> all right, well, make sure and follow Siege if you want info on that. Do not ask me anything, as I have I clearly have no idea. Uh, one of the things that I had no idea was going to happen. Siege at the combine. I know you're a Notre Dame grad. You follow you follow follow Notre Dame extremely closely. What do you think about Brian Kelly's dance videos? By the way, down down there at LSU.
0: <laughs> I think in three years we're talking about Brian Kelly leaving being the best thing to happen in Notre Dame football.
1: Uh, really? Why? Yeah, I think I think Freeman's going to crush. So so the new the new head coach Marcus Freeman. Uh, you, you and I texted about this while it was going down, but from what you were hearing, like apparently the coach, apparently a, a lot of the. Um, a lot of the players really liked him. And then also there was like this group of alumni that also kind of threw their support behind him at the last minute. Was that what happened? Basically, it was right away. Like I thought for sure it was going to be – I thought the alumni were going to want Fickle. And I thought the players were
0: going to want Freeman. And I was just like, this is going to be brutal. But it was just like everybody was just like, no, 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 it's Freeman. And Sorbeck on a, a Tuesday was like, we're going to have a search. And then by like Wednesday, he's like, all right, this is stupid. Everybody wants Freeman. I'm going to hire Freeman. <laughs>
1: Well, so what about what about Kyron Williams? What the hell happened? He ran the slowest. He ran the slowest forty of all wide. I'm I'm sorry of all running backs at the uh, at the combine. I mean he was slower than he. Golly, I mean a four six five. And Kyron Williams is a guy who was pretty productive at Notre Dame. A guy that was popping in a lot of people's models just because he had th- those forty two receptions last year. That was a fifteen percent market share of the team's you know receptions, which. For a lot of models for these rookie, you know, dynasty rookie drafters and stuff like that. That'll make these guys pop because most dynasty leagues are PPR. And I saw him at the combine. I thought he was a little bit smaller than I would have thought. I think he weighed in at 194, um 5'9, 194. I thought he was built, I thought, you know, he was built a little bit better than that. And I thought to myself, well, this guy could be a dude who, if he gained, you know, 10 pounds, something like that you know, if he's got the, if he's got the requisite speed, and he can catch the football. Maybe he's one of these guys that could be sort of like a, maybe a 1A in some kind of NFL system. But man, you come in and you want a four six five. your vertical jump is miserable. Your broad jump is miserable. He's just not a very athletic guy from the testing. Do you think it was just something weird with the testing? Do you, I mean, is he going to test better at Notre Dame pro day. And then what did you just think of him from a film perspective and just from a fan's perspective watching Notre Dame? Because honestly, if like if you and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but but like from my perception of watching him, I thought the Kyron Williams was kind of a kind of a a good like kind of a G like I thought he's a really good player for them. I was not expecting him to be, uh, you know, a complete burner, but I wouldn't expect him to be basically the worst tester among the running backs. 4-6-5 Four six five, I think is a little.
0: I think that's just like kind of just a bad day. Like I don't think he's that slow. I think he's probably closer to like four five, four five five. Like I don't think he's a burner by any means. Uh, but you know his hands are still pretty good. He, I just, it just surprises me because like he opted out of the bowl game basically to get ready for this. Like, how. What happened? You know, like I, I didn't expect him to be the best athlete, but I didn't expect him to be that bad either. So we'll see how the pro day goes. Maybe it was just one of those things where it was a bad day. Like we've all had them. But yeah, not great considering, you know, he came out early to
1: ugh, that, that. That's tough. Redshirt sophomore, right? Yeah. And I mean, that, that's pretty tough. It's tough, man, to come out. Do, it kind of reminds you a little, little Jordan Humphrey whenever he left early at Texas and went undrafted because of that horrible Forty. I, I don't think Kyron will go undrafted, but I mean, it, so in dynasty rookie drafts right now, I know you and I are in a couple dynasty leagues together, by the way, have I paid you dues for this year yet? I think uh, I did. You I think might I, have. I, I think have, think I have, have I to did. double check. Cause I was in <laughs> Vegas and I was trying to collect that stuff. I think you did. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know, we're in at least one together that, that you commissioned and I think a few others, but um, for rookie drafts coming up, I mean, these early rookie mock drafts that we had been doing, Kyron Williams was going in the first round um, that's not going to be happening anymore, right? I mean, coming no. from yeah. round two, late round two, early round three. I think that they're. I think that these guys like Rashad White uh, are going to kind of get, get bumped up a little bit, you know, based on the way that he ran. I think that honestly, well, I, mean, I just think there. all these running backs are kind of overrated. All of them. Like, like what about Brees Hall? I mean, what about what he was able overrated. to do? like oh siege i love it all right why is like, don't be wrong I,
0: it's funny i say that like three hours ago i bet Brees hall to be the number one back off the board plus 200 and it's already down to minus 200 and i'm like i don't think Brees hall is minus 200 better than anybody, like the rest of these backs like you know is he better that much better than james cook or isaiah speller i
1: i think james cook could be the best back in this class but James Cook, it's just when you. I think that what people where, where they get the hang up with James Cook is he's a little bit slow. And of course, that's Dalvin Cook's little brother. I think when they get the hang up with with James Cook, he's a little bit slower than his brother. He also he's a he's a senior this year. He'll be twenty three. And just I mean, the Georgia back. What's that matter for a running back? Running back age life we know is four to five years anyways. So like age just shouldn't matter. I get it. But, I mean, he, he didn't come out early or – you know what I'm saying? Like a, a lot of people – I'm just – I'm, I'm, I'm There like 19 great backs in front of him. <laughs> I know. Wait. But I'm just saying what, what sometimes makes the models pop. And also, if you look at Zamir White, I mean, Zamir White out-carried him 113 to 160 last year. You know, Um I guess James Cook did have the receptions, a 10 percent market share of team receptions. But, uh, you know, those guys kind of cannibalized each other. And I just think a lot of these dynasty people who use the production based models aren't going to be as high on James Cook. But that's fine. See, that's that. That's fine. That's not me. Right. I'm going to use my eyes. I watch
0: a shit ton of college football. I'm going to use my (laughs) eyes. Right. So, right. That works for me. Like, that's how I find values. You know, that's how, you know, I get Mac Jones at one point one one two last year. Like, why did I got Mac Jones 12th overall on a rookie draft? Like, in a in, a, in a super flex. flex. Yeah. Because like,
1: it's like, what are you people doing? Well, and that was good. Right. And he's that like, was. Oh, you have the test great. Like, okay. James Cook, of course, ran the 4.42. Big, 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 big hands on him, too. Big hands on him. Almost nine and a half inch hands. I mean, he just, I walked next to him. I stood next to him. He. It's so crazy how much he just looks like Dalvin. It's really I, I wild. I just think
0: he's going to be really good in the league. I, I just, but I just don't think there's like a – I don't think there's a 1A back in the class. Maybe I'm wrong. Like I, I just don't see that guy in this class. I what think, it's nice, I think it's nice like 1Bs and a bunch of them, but I don't see the running
1: backs That's like, oh, he's going to be a guy for six years. I don't see well, it. With Brees Hall, you just didn't see it on tape because, I mean, he's 5'11", 217. He ran a 439. He was just dumb. I mean, he ran for so almost eighteen hundred yards last year and twenty three total touchdowns.
0: It's a Big Twelve running back. How many times are we going to do this over and over again? Like Adrian Peterson's the exception. Every other one is just kind of like blah when they get to the league. There've been good ones. What about Mixon? Like Hubbard, Hubbard ran for like what
1: seventeen hundred last year. Last year in the Big Twelve. And like he's basically on his way out of the league already. Every but a bunch of people saw flaws in Hubbard's game, and he's not on his way out of the league. He's just stuck behind McCaffrey. They, he's I think they like boy. him as a backup. He
0: was losing carries to uh, what's his name? Who's
1: not that good. They uh signed off the street. Uh, and 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 Rodney Smith, whenever Rodney Smith wasn't hurt. Exactly. Game. I just, yeah. To me, I just think like James Cook has like the most upside of these backs.
0: Like I think Brees Hall's fine, but I just don't think Brees Hall's ever gonna be a one A. Well, so, but I just, well, that's fine. I'm just gonna draft wide receivers in this class. Works for me. What about Kenny Walker? I just don't know if he's like he's he, he's got the I was on a really bad team. I was the best player vibes to me. Uh, you know, Desmond Ritter has those vibes to me, too. Although Cincinnati is probably a better team than Michigan State. But
1: Five, I what do you mean bad team? They were in the Final Four.
0: Yeah, they weren't very good. <laughs> they weren't a good no, Notre team. Notre Dame should never have lost to them. And the fact that, like, they if you're a good team, you should have destroyed that Notre Dame team last year. Like, they were good, but they were not great. They, just, they weren't. I said that all season. They were a good team. They were not a great team. And it's fine. It worked out great for me. But I just – Again, I just think these running backs are all overrated. Like I I you just probably won't see me drafting any of them in a rookie draft. I just think they're all gonna go too high for my taste.
1: Well, I mean, Brees Hall is gonna go one point zero one. That's would ridiculous. You, That's well, obscene. There's for, no way. Well, in in a, in a not Jonathan Taylor. In a traditional one quarterback lead? All right, so so which wide receivers are you gonna take over Brees Hall or I, any? I of these would probably take six wide receivers before I would draft Brees Hall. Okay, so let's just go over them. You would take uh, Traylon Burks, probably you take uh, the Ohio- Drake London.
0: I'm on Drake London Island. I, I am, I will defend Drake London until it's done. As a Notre Dame fan, it hurts my soul. But Drake London is the best receiver in this class. We need to stop.
1: Can you talk about it?
0: I can talk about it. Like, he's he can run the entire route tree. He's got more fluid hips than anyone else in this class. He's got high ball. And everyone at you, you knew he was the offense at USC, he was the entire offense, and he still was just getting like 200 yards a game. Guy's a beast. I don't understand this. Like, okay, I get he's not like the straight burner, but like, there's only one Tyreek Hill in the league. Can we stop trying to make like everyone Tyreek Hill, please? Like, they try, even the Chiefs try it with McCall Hardman and they realize like, oh, he just can't catch. He's just, so, I don't understand it. Like, Drake London will be my, my wide receiver one and really nothing will stop. Change my mind. Yeah, I think I he's the first overall pick. If I had the
1: more pick, I'd take him. Okay, but what, what if he doesn't test? What?
0: I don't care. He, he played at USC. He, like he played against elite teams. You could see it on the tape. Like he's just
1: built differently than these other guys. And the the thing about the thing about him too is like he is a true six four. I mean, he was listed at six five, but he really is. He he's a true six four and change for sure. He's a true uh, two hundred and twenty pounds. You know, he's got he's got he's next. He's an X receiver in this league, and he'll be a really good one for a long time. Did he have the longest arms at the con- no he didn't he didn't have the longest arms the wide he had the second longest arms behind Tyquan Thornton who absolutely just burned a, a four point two eight the kid for baylor um london I just you know for me i think that i think he's up there for sure right but i mean so all right so he's he's your wide receiver one but do you like Trelon Burks from arkansas? I like Burks I just don't like him as much as everybody else seems to i think
0: everyone sees the potential for Debo Samuel, and Debo Samuel just had this great year, so they're just shoving him way up. I think he's really good. I actually got to see him in person when he played Ole Miss, and he had a great game in that game. Uh, I just – I think he's really good. I think he's probably my wide receiver
1: too, but I just don't think he's better than you went to the London. I Arkansas, don't think he is. You went to the Arkansas Ole Miss game? I did. So what What? are your thoughts on Corral. I was impressed with Corral on that day. His wide receivers were just not
0: having a good day. And he just really kind of rallied the troops behind him. I was pretty impressed, but I could just see how he's just never going to hold up in the league physically. Just the way he does not know how to get down. And I don't think you can teach that to him. Unfortunately, like he's a guy that just wants to go get it every single play. And I just, Don't know if he'll ever hold up. But I think he's like an interesting round two or late round one guy. I I wouldn't mind it if my team needed a quarterback taking a shot.
1: If If you're an NFL team. All all these guys, like, um, like at the Senior Bowl, we got to see them all. And Corral was the only one that we didn't see. And I was like – I was hoping maybe Corral would be a little bit bigger than he'd been reported and stuff. He's, he's not really that big, Siege. He's no, not he's a not. big dude. And um, a lot of these guys aren't the biggest dudes. Is there one quarterback that stands out to you or are you on a team? I'm Lee on Malik Willis Island. Yeah, I, I like Malik Willis. Yeah, he, I, I think that I – I think I'm Pickett's going to
0: be an absolute bust though. I, I – ignore the hand size thing. You go watch the tape and weather, it plays worse than eight and a half looks on the tape. Like, mm-hmm. It he was awful. If you go, you have to go back to twenty twenty one games because or twenty twenty games because there he didn't play any weather last year. Just somehow by the fluke of the calendar, there was never a bad weather game for a pit team. But you go back to twenty twenty, the ball was slipping out of his hands everywhere. It just well, was completely unusable.
1: One of the things that one of the things that he kind of hangs his hat on it from the senior bowl is because that on on Wednesday at the senior bowl it did rain hard as hell and, and he was we, terrible. Yeah, well, he. I I didn't think he looked particularly good, but he certainly says in interviews that like I think I showed it at the senior bowl that I'm fine in the rain. Well, what, else, what else are you supposed to di- What are you supposed to say? I saw. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. I I get it. But He's like yeah, a guy who has no case but just has to advocate it anyways. You yeah. know, just hope for the best. Yeah, he, he did. He did. I got to admit though, man, uh, be, being there live again for you know this. I guess this is my eleventh year or no, 10, probably tenth year at the combine. Because uh, you know, last year we got swindled out of the combine because all the COVID stuff. But um, the, like seeing him spinning the, we got to go in for the quarterback wide receiver s- drills again. And I will say that Pickett, I mean, just seen him spin it there in the cozy confines of like a of a Lucas Oil, he looks pretty good. Like he looks pretty good in that setting for sure. Um, but I kind of agree with you, man. I I, I kind of think those hands double jointed, man. Whatever, It's kind of, it's kind of. Give me a shot on Sam Howell or desmond ritter or honestly the guy i like way more than the
0: rest of the world carson strong
1: okay well i with carson strong at least there's a giant howitzer of an arm to fall in love with what for me what i just said whenever i first saw him i said like it's like my son can my son can go to the firehouse and get the hose off the fire truck and he could technically have this real powerful hose right but you think you turn that thing on and the He's gonna have no idea where to shoot it. It's gonna shoot all over the place, and it, that's kind of how I feel about Carson didn't Strong. Didn't we have the same argument with Josh Allen when he was coming out? Well, we, we actually, yeah, we actually did. But with Josh Allen, it was just it felt it felt a little bit different. He was consistently inconsistent during that week at the Senior Bowl, but I just, I felt like there were times when he put it in these spots. That it was just you looked at you like, oh, that's gross. like how how I how, saw that how how on can tape from that? Strong.
0: Now, mostly it was twenty twenty tape, I, but mm-hmm. I saw it. Like he had some pretty sick throws in the Boise game, in the twenty twenty Boise game. So I, I, I just I do like I just think where he's going, he's going to be like a third round guy. Like I'd much rather spend a third round pick on him than a one on pretty much any of these guys not named Malik Willis.
1: Do you do you like the Ohio State wide receivers Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave? I think they're
0: fine. Like I, I would take them, but it's going to be landing spot dependent on those type of guys. I think Jameson Williams obviously is super talented, and I hope he falls to like a good team. But I, I think the Ohio state guys are fine. I, I don't really have a strong take on them either way.
1: Do you, uh, um, how about anybody that I mean, because of some of these other guys that are sort of talked about at the top? I know that, uh, you know, George Pickens, he, he'll go in the first round of a lot of these drafts from Georgia. Jahan why, Dotson, they, see, why state. would Pickens
0: go ahead of a guy like? you know christian watson well or i was Wander talking honestly, even Wendell robinson like I, I i understand he's got a huge bust rate but like i i certainly wouldn't take pickens
1: over that type of guy but i just people just had seen pickens and it, like if you just look back at the 2020 stats it, you know he's a he's a productive guy you know he just he he played with such bad quarterbacks Georgia you know he he just ran a four four seven coming off ACL I do you think he's gonna get he you think he's gonna get like a he's gonna go on Friday in the draft day two Friday yeah I think he'll go day two
0: wow I I I, I don't think like these wide receivers are all I'll be surprised if he goes ahead of uh Michi Tolbert uh,
1: he'll go he'll go ahead of Jalen Tolbert really yeah, that's a mistake. But OK, we can we can we can make a little wager on it. I you mean, uh, i bit- indie talking to people,
0: so I'm not going <laughs> to do that. That's <laughs> okay. like a really poor idea. <laughs> OK, <laughs> but I, I told her it's a better player. And I say that because I've even despite South Alabama being my most unprofitable college team of the season. He was always the guy that was giving me hope on my South Alabama bets. He's oh, good God.
1: Was the Sunbelt Offensive Player of the Year, just a a complete, absolute beast down there. He's, People are really gonna take Pickens over him. That's uh, yeah, I think That's so. mind-blowing to me. Pickens Pickens has a good profile. And he and he's also signed to he's also signed to Tom Brady's. Marketing agency, and he's uh, he's you know he's got these endorsement deals. See, the
0: fact you're talking about endorsements as opposed to on the field exactly proves my point. Well, I'm just
1: I'm, I'm I'm just telling you what's going to happen. Oh,
0: yes, but uh, to me, there's like ten wide receivers in this draft that like might be better than the best running back.
1: No. Okay. Well, uh, you, you liked Isaiah Spiller. We're going to be going out to the, we're going to trash me out to that pro day. I, I, I like, I like James Cook. I, I really think James Cook is the best back in this class. I, I, understand the that, I
0: understand he won't get drafted that way, but I could see him being the best back. Here's the thing. Being Dalvin Cook's brother is going to give you more chances than anyone else is going to get in this class.
1: What is James Cook's best trait to you?
0: His best trade, God! Just the way he attacks the hole. Like once he makes his mind up,
1: like that's it. He just goes. It kind of reminds you of Dalvin, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They. I mean, it, it's, and
0: here's the thing: Dalvin yeah. would have gone in the first round if it wasn't for his ACL, right? Oh, and oh, so yeah, you're going to get yeah. James Cook in round three, round four. Yeah, I get he's not Dalvin, but is he 85 percent of Dalvin?
1: 80 percent of Dalvin, probably. And if you get that, you're basically getting Alexander Madison whenever he plays. And and whenever you get that, you get a guy in fantasy that's going to get you 20 points. It's like so if you're getting 85 percent Dalvin, you know, so. Right. I I like, you know, I I just I I just I've always liked him. Even when he was on Georgia, I kind of was always like, maybe you should get more carries. Hey, Siege, what is uh, so moving on to some, to some NFL stuff? Like, what did you think today about some of these franchise tags as we record this? Not all of them have come through. It looks like you th- um, probably by the time people hear this, I don't want to speculate on Devontae Adams. It looks like he's probably going to get one. You um, have to imagine. Yeah. But, Especially but, after uh, McAfee said that the f- rumored four for 200 is not true, the- AKA Rogers told him it's not true. What, can you say that again for people that might not know what you're talking? So, Pat McAfee's a radio host who has this. Oh, connect- oh okay, yeah. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers comes on his show every week, mm-hmm. like every week during
0: the season. He came on had a Tuesday segment. So he's the one that broke this uh, that Aaron Rodgers was going to return to Green Bay, and then everybody else obviously got it and they said four years, two hundred million, with one hundred and fifty three million guaranteed on a four year deal. Mm-hmm. And McAfee then tweeted said like that reported two hundred million dollar deal isn't true yeah they, they i mean don't get me wrong i kind of actually believe that that's probably going to be just a shy under 200 but i think 200 like people are like wow he's taking all the money away so he'll probably just agree to like 190 something instead
1: apparently it's going to be the packers for him it's uh, and then there's also of course there's been all the talk about the broncos now the broncos reporters like mike Cliss. Are coming out and saying like well you know Russell Wilson has always been playing B anyway and he might have been playing A like all this stuff so it feels like the problem. what I'm feeling
0: we're going to have we start having this conversation in six months and Drew Locke's going to be the opening day quarterback
1: (laughs) your boy I I can't (laughs) quit it I can't (laughs) quit it I can't. I like, how can I figured we could maybe finally have a podcast where you don't talk about Drew Locke, but of course not. There's nothing. Well, blame no. me. Blame Aaron Rodgers. He decided to go back to Green Bay. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, but all right. So anyway, Devontae Adams. Who knows what's going to happen with? Uh, I have to imagine he's going to stay in Green Bay. I,
0: I can't imagine Rogers just like,
1: "Hey, I love Adams, and I'm going to sign here, and then let you guys love Adams go." Like that's not going to happen. And then they need to figure out what they're going to do with Alan Lazard, what they're going to do with MVS. All I mean, Randall Cobb's not coming back. They're going to have a bunch of. Uh, do you think that Amari Rogers finally gets a chance to step up this year? I think Green Bay should be looking at some of these nice wide receivers in the draft. <laughs> that's a good call. All right, and then so uh, the Cowboys. Talk about that. So, seriously, is that's probably the best landing spot, right? Oh, God, you line up outside of Devontae Adams. You're some kind of like John Messi or something, dude. That, yeah. Yeah. 28th, imagine if good.
0: Jameson Williams fell to them at 28.
1: Dude, and and that's the kind of guy they could afford to take a little bit of time and, you know, uh, let him get back to health. I've heard a lot of talk about how the Jaguars are looking for a speed wide receiver and that, you know, Trent Baalke has such a history back at San Francisco drafting all these dudes coming off of torn ACLs and allowing them to recover, you know, how he did with uh, – Tank Carradine and uh, who was the to trade up into the first. He's not making it out of the first.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I don't, he, he there's no the the second if Williams gets out of the first round. He's not – let me rephrase this. He's not getting by the Chiefs at 30.
1: No, that's probably, that's probably fair enough. That's probably fair. Yeah, golly. Can you imagine the Chiefs with James? Or, or the Dolphins at 29 and just really reunite Tua with the whole Alabama locker room? Who knows what that dude, Mike, what, what do you, what do you think of Mike McDaniel, man? He seems like I, I can't tell if I'm a i am I think he's the smartest guy in the world. And then there's other moments. I'm like, what did you just say? <laughs> I just, I just, I got my first real introduction to him, just a whole press conference at the combine. And I just like, I told Trash Man and I told our Mike guy Cody we were there with. I said I'm not sure I'm 100 sold. <laughs> I'm just like I'm. Gonna, I need a little more time to but figure out moment, what this is all about. Just happened
0: to be listening to uh, John Lynch talk about. It. I'm like that was a cool moment. And then you listen to his press conference 20 minutes later, and you're just, I'm like, what is this? That's not the same guy I just saw 20 minutes ago.
1: What do you think about? Uh, what do you think about the Cowboys putting the tag on Dalton on on your boy Dalton Schultz? you think it means anything for Amari Cooper? Is that I mean- think the Amari Cooper thing is really interesting because I don't understand why you're not cutting Zeke. Like, just cut Zeke. He's not good. I, w- I just wanted to get you onto this hobby horse about Tony Pollard. Yeah, Seriously. <laughs> even
0: even, even the, I've been right about Tony Pollard from the beginning and everyone's finally coming on board to Tony Pollard Island. Could you imagine cutting Amari Cooper over Zeke when you have Tony
1: Pollard? Like, I just mind blown i'll tell you that the cowboys man like uh, we, we have some people the cowboys that we can talk to and stuff like that they they say zeke was hurt last year and that he's always hurt, the hurt. and they and, 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 and that they still love him and they're still going to keep going back to him and this whole thing with tony Pollard is not going to change they're going to try and use him maybe a little bit more and create a gets freed so, and he's going to be great when is Tony Pollard free? Is it after this I year? I think it's after this year. And the Cowboys are gonna try and keep him because they think that they have the best one-two punch in football. Yeah, but he's gonna to want to go be a one somewhere, and he is a one. So can you imagine Tony Pollard? And it's like a let's talk about a guy going to Miami. Like he's a just, place where he, they need oh god, where they just god. need a running back. Buffalo? Know, oh good goodness. Or before the before everything happened with you know Elijah Mitchell and stuff. This like San Francisco just would have been unbelievable oh, for a, man, a do, But Elijah um, Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell's the guy, right? Yeah, uh, I our, see a t- lot of this Trey Sermon like second year bump thing. I'm like, I think Trey Sermon could get cut. <laughs> I asked John Lynch about Trey Sermon, and they said that they're hoping for better out of him. He just he just said it's one of these things. He's a rookie, uh, you know. He just he just need to relearn how to run at <laughs> the NFL level. And I said, well, fucking Elijah Mitchell didn't need to relearn to run. Half these rookies come in, they don't need to relearn. What was to that run? guy that from Boise who like basically
0: got cut and like was never heard from again? McNichols, like everyone uh, liked, and then like that was it. It was Jay- over before it started. Jay Ajayi was kind of like that yeah boise state running backs maybe don't draft
1: them. what's his or what's his what about joe williams wasn't he from Boise? no he was from utah utah he was the guy who quit football too like that was always gonna be a weird one yeah but they they stood up and pound the 49ers stood up a pound of the table for that guy in the fourth round that year um do you do you think that um do you think that uh also why like, you should spend
0: your dynasty picks on these wide receivers and not these running backs that you know, or half a dozen. Diamonds. How much,
1: how much, is, so I have Javante Williams in the league that we're in together. Where do you have Javante Williams as far as your running backs and He's dynasty? In? Pretty quickly. Why, why is that? Because you think that Mel, because of the, I think Melvin's uh, going to return. Now he doesn't have Rogers at quarterback. Like it, it's not great. You think they're going to pay Melvin something like over 10, over eight to 10 million a year. Do you think again? Melvin
0: Gordon's going to get more than like
1: three to 4 million anywhere. He's gonna want. I, I've. I've. He I've. It just all he once. He's not gonna get it. Denver was the only sucker last time. Maybe you know. But whenever I asked about George Payton about this at the combine, he said that he he'd like to have Melvin Gordon back. But you know, he talked about how, how much he meant to Javante and how he was such a helper to Javante. Like all the, it was always just bringing it back to Javante and talking about Melvin in the past tense. So I'm not not sure how much they're going to – Here's the problem. Even if they let Melvin
0: Gordon go, they're going to bring somebody in that's going to be a 1B that's been a two-packed system
1: forever. I don't think you're just going to see like a Jonathan Taylor workload out of him. Okay. So rank these guys then for me in Dynasty. Rank these players for me in Dynasty. Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Najee Harris, Javante Williams. Taylor, massive gap. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Probably Swift
1: Williams Harris. So you're lower on Najee than think consensus. It's I've been just- lower on Najee from, from consensus from the jump. Why? Because I just thought the quarterback situation was going to be a massive problem. Do you still think so? Do you think that I guess they pick at 18 or 19? Do you think I just what, again like 75 catches last year? Is that really sustainable? That is a lot of catches. Well, what Trash man says is that, like, he – it just goes to show that he is the offense. I just think he was the offense because they didn't have a quarterback that could throw it more than five yards. Well, maybe they won't again.
0: 380, <laughs> 381 touches, like, it is tough to hold up at that many touches. Like We saw even Dalvin Derrick
1: Henry had enough, and he broke down this year. Do you think like, that – I'm sorry. a lot of touches. That's a lot of touches, did, lot did, of touches you know. What about Alvin Kamara whenever he uh, – Alvin Kamara whenever he – so how about rank rank these guys that are kind of a little bit lower down because the guys that we just talked about are all age 22, 23, and 24, right? Uh, let's talk about these guys that are more age like 26, 27, 25. How, how, how do you rank this group of four? Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. Can I have a hot – can I draw a hot take in? Oh, of course.
0: Yeah, I, 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 Assuming McCaffrey's still in Carolina, he's the best of this group. But I actually think there's a back
1: that's better that you didn't even list in this group. Okay, I think I
0: want all the David Montgomery this
1: season. You're not all worried. The- okay. You want David Montgomery in Dynasty more than any of those guys or just in redraft? Or- I think you, I want it in Dynasty if I'm getting the discount. You're not at all worried about because because we, we were actually having this talk. We were having to talk about where we have Saquon Barkley in reference to Christian McCaffrey. You're at least with me saying it's like it's still McCaffrey. Right? I'm not. I I I've never drafted Saquon Barkley. I will never okay. draft it. Now, him. now, what we also were having to talk about David Montgomery about getting him up a little bit, maybe even above guys that are. Guys I was a little I bit younger. Montgomery over Barkley. Okay, well, see, I'm, that's such just see, that's so far off of consensus. The, well, that's, um, that's what, I'll, I'll just jump Montgomery half around, and I'll just yeah. get him in the late third. Okay, so with David Montgomery here, are my here 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 are my worries? Now, um, what's the polls? Ryan Poles is that the new GM of the? I think it's Poles, yeah, new GM of the Bears. So he said at the combine he was mum on the talk about. Bringing back Allen Robinson and bringing back Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, if you're going to bring him back, it's like a 5.5 million bucks. He's played only like four games last year. If Tariq Cohen comes back, you can move Montgomery up your rankings. Okay. And then, but what about Khalil Herbert? Not You're not worried worried. at all because he looked good last year when he he was good in a limited role, but that's fine. He can take over the Damian Williams role. What do you think about the idea that Matt a- Matt Eberflus comes from the Colts system where it felt like for a long time there, they really wanted to rely on a two running back approach and a committee to the with help him get was most always of his like defense. 80 20.
0: It never was like a 65-35. Like, you know, unless like Taylor was having a bad game and you know, Heinz was having his best game, like it still was mostly Taylor. I think it'll be mostly Montgomery with a little bit of Herbert mixed in. That's fine. That works for me. I don't need you to get 400 touches. I need you to get like 300
1: good touches too. Like, are you going to get the red zone work? Yes. Then fine. You, I don't care if you lose them 20 to 20 work. It doesn't bother me. Speaking of red zone work, do you think that the Debo Samuel and whatever, like 10 rushing touchdowns or something last year, is he anywhere near sustainable? Because no. it looks like he's going 12th overall in early underdog. I love Debo, but like, this is absurd. Come on. No way. <laughs> it's just not going to happen again right Just like i mean you know what the o-
0: most overdrafted players probably right now until we know for sure what how this quarterback situation is all going to come out and rogers going back to green bay helps us a little bit but like i'm not drafting trey lance until i'm sure the tom brady the San fran things are dead like actually dead yeah you was- can draft someone in the fifth sixth round and get literally a zero yeah and i love Lance, when I find out for sure that, like, Tom Brady's not going to San Fran, I will happily take him in the 50s or 60s. Fine. No problem. But you just can't take a zero that early in these drafts.
1: Do you love Trey Lance for, like, real football or just for fantasy? Because I'm not sure he looked that good good for real football. I think he's good.
0: Yeah. Like, the first start against the – like, the problem was that first start. He had no one. He had no Kittle. Like, he had nothing. And, by the way, he won that game if the line judge had, like, vision. So, and he looked good in the Texans game too when he finally had some weapons. And the problem was Kyle Shanahan was just like trying to baby him in the game, and then he's like, "All right, I'm going to let him throw the football in the second half," and he was just throwing it all over the place. I, I look, there's going to be some growing curves with him, but like you're telling me, he can't be Josh Allen 2.0. I I think he has he's better, he's farther along now than Josh Allen was after year one.
1: Yeah, so, he's got a good he's got a good quarterback developer as his coach. I mean, he's definitely. I mean, as dynamic as Josh – I guess I'm not – I can't say he's more dynamic than Josh Allen with his feet because Josh Allen was not he's as fast. Better.
0: I just think he's – it's weird to say, but you have to remember how bad Josh Allen was as a passer that rookie year. Like you have to go back and remember how bad it was. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. bad. It was to the point before year three people thought it was done. Josh Allen was done. They were ready to move on before he had the breakout season. So Lance is clearly ahead of that. So – I'm a bullish on him, but obviously
1: like if he can get Brady, he will. So you just have to make sure. You said you like David Montgomery next year. So in best ball, do you like him more than more than Cam Akers? They're going right there in the same camp. So I
0: have Akers above him.
1: Uh, So
0: that tier to me is basically I have Akers and uh, Montgomery ahead of guys like Barkley and Chubb. And Gibson, oh. so, so you have above, above Gibson? Why? Because I'm not the. I just don't. Gibson's never going to hold up. He's never going to hold up. He, but he, he, he held, held up all it all year. He never had. i stuck he all year. but he did all, well, all fucking year. He, had, he, he was hurt half the year. He left half the games with a he stupid did, foot. He, he did,
1: but He, still he hasn't good. still gotten it fixed. The foot is still the toe is still a problem. It's a shin also. It's a shin also. <laughs> the toe is the bigger problem.
0: <laughs> I, I just I, he's gonna be a two hundred to two hundred
1: and sixty touch guy a season. That's he only, fine. He, he only he only, guys with higher
0: upside than that. He
1: only he only missed one game last year. See, he, tried, he left three hurt because he should have
0: just sat out games, but he refused to. Part of part of it for fantasy is knowing. Having a guy that knows when he can't play and Gibson does not know until he play, tries to play, and that's a problem for you. When you draft a player, you plug him in his lineup because he says he's fine,
1: and then he's out two minutes into the game. That happened three Martin, times last year. <laughs> Martin Mayhew just says he is – th- that team is smitten with him. Uh, that's how, fine. But he keep, he's, still, he's never going to be a 350-touch guy. It's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. I just, I just think Gibson – I think Gibson, especially with the fact that they don't know if they're going to be able to bring back J.D. McKissick. They kind of think that they're not going to be able to. They think they, he's going to $5 million. Uh, they still have the other guy they drafted, uh, Patterson, who's pretty good, too. Yeah, Pat, Patterson actually – he's actually a guy who I actually kind of like. But I just – I don't I don't put him on the same level as, as a guy like Gibson. No, guy uh, like Gibson, I, we'll Gibson see. could stay healthy, I would take him above these guys. But he just has shown he's not going to. What about he's J.K. Had Dobbins? Had he, did he, did he in the NFL. He has showed this problem in college, too. Are you, are you, are you worried about J.K. Dobbins coming back? With, with Gus no, Edwards and everybody else, I would take him there. If I, I just normally take receivers or tight ends in that range, but he's mm-hmm. total. I think he's
0: fine. He was a guy I was avoiding last year, but I, I don't think I would have necessarily avoid. I, th- I think I would take Mitchell over him, wouldn't you, Elijah Mitchell?
1: Yeah, that's I a, guess good I guess that- it's a good question. A good question. I mean, I'm putting together the skeleton of the best ball cheat sheet right now, and like I, I haven't had to make that decision because. Their ADPs are – their ADPs are a little bit off from one another. I mean Mitchell right now is going more like 48. J.K. Dobbins – no, shit. J.K. Dobbins is going 43. For some reason, I hadn't really just thought about getting Elijah Mitchell ahead of J.K. Dobbins. But it's, a it's
0: a bit good, of a – could probably sneak in or – like depending on where you're drafting, you could probably sneak in a receiver and then to get Mitchell. But like the problem is Mitchell's kind of an end of a tier. Like after Mitchell, you get into Jacobs, Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, sorry, Brees Hall, you you're in the wrong tier here. Michael Carter, Singletary, Damian Harris is probably going too low in this group, but like it kind of gets a little like Mitchell's kind of like the last of the yeah. I feel pretty confident you're gonna be a two fifty plus guy. And after that, although Damian Harris, I feel pretty comfortable in,
1: but yeah, I I I like that too. I'm I'm more comfortable than you with Brees Hall there. So to yeah. me, the tier would end. Where's the more- Brees Paul landing spot that he's going to pay off this top five round ADP? Miami, Atlanta. Uh, do you think
0: they're bringing Patterson back? I actually think they're going to bring Patterson back now with the Ridley thing. Maybe, yeah. Uh, well, hey,
1: okay. what do you th- what do you think about that? What do you think about the Ridley thing? I, we got to get the siege take on Ridley. I, Come on. I I just don't. I think this is pretty. It's a pretty. It, the the punishment does not
0: meet the crime. It's one thing if you've been an active player. Like, he had been away with the team for like two months at that point. Like... he also bet the falcons to win like anyone who's bet on nfl
1: knows that betting on the falcons to win is the dumbest thing
0: you can do so
1: go ahead (laughs) well but it's like so people say the punishment doesn't meet the crime and it's like you get greg hardy that throw i forgot who it was who who was it that threw his girlfriend (laughs) on a bed of guns you can like any domestic violence
0: stuff and it's just just, pales of comparison to what he got for betting 500 dollars 18 parlays like come on
1: yeah and then the uh, none of those hit did they None of those parlays hit. Yeah, that probably sure, would have, you know. They didn't say. I, I'm sure it might, actually might have because that's how he like, got fired. We actually verify it was him. Right, right. That's crazy. Uh, so, but so on one hand, you have people saying that, like that's kind of the what I subscribe to. But then on the other side, I mean, Goodell. He works for the he he, he works for thirty two owners and his job is to protect they always talk about protecting the the like the bad. It's a protection problem
0: because gambling isn't quite understood. Sports betting is not quite understood well yeah. enough. I feel like in four years we're gonna look back at the suspension and be like we, we, now we let players bet on their own teams, and it's public information. You know, if Ridley wanted to bet two hundred thousand dollars on the Falcons, we're, we were aware of it on Friday. There's a report that comes out.
1: You know, he bet it on the draft. That's siege. That is never happening. I mean, you could call maybe me a, maybe it's closer to ten to fifteen years. But I think it'll happen at some point. If that dude, if that happens, people are going to have real issues with it because the ba- basically this is about this is about ensuring uh, the integrity do you think of the game. Are betting on their teams right now? Do you seriously don't think there's guys that
0: have bookies that are betting fifty, dollars $100,000 on their team to win a game?
1: Well, I, you know, he didn't come right out and say it, but I listened to Mike Florio's podcast yesterday, PFTPM. He had Golick on, Mike Golick on there with him, and Golick wouldn't come out and say it, but he said, like, you don't think guys are gambling on their games all, already? Right, you know, exactly. and, and was used to be a player. Like, you know, right. so he's like, he wouldn't come out and say these guys are, or I did, or anything like that, but he said, like, He's kind of laughed. He's like, "You could. You, you don't think people are already doing this? What are you, what are you crazy?" So, right. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I just, I, I don't think the I NFL is
0: It's the way to go. Like, if you're gonna, if if they're gonna do it anyways, and they're gonna do it anyways, you may as well just make it a completely transparent process.
1: I gotta get it, Siege. I'm, I'm already. Over I time. get it.
0: I, I, that hesitancy in your voice is exactly why we're not there yet. But time. I think as time moves on and sports betting has been in more states and people get more comfortable with it, I think that the tide will shift. Five years, ten years. Like, you're hesitant to see why it can't happen now, but I don't think it's going to be that way forever.
1: Siege, you've come here and you've given us all the greatest takes. You've given us the takes that Javante Williams should be plummeting in Dynasty. I didn't you're say us- <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You did say he's
0: plummeting. Yeah, because he was going, like, fourth overall. Now he's probably going, like – Early to mid second round.
1: You've told us that you've told us that James Cook is RB one among the rookie running backs. I do actually really I do believe that James Cook is gonna have the best rookie season. I do. You've told us that Drake London is the no doubt wide receiver one. I did say that. Uh you've told you've told us that David David Montgomery should be taken ahead of Christian McCaffrey. I did not say that. I said over Saquon Barkley. OK, over Saquon Barkley. Hold on. I just got a I, I just got a I just got a text here from Trashman saying, oh, my God, blockbuster day. What do you think might have you think anything might have happened here? Um, Let's find out. Chargers Chargers and Mike Williams reached an agreement on a three year, 60 million dollar deal. So that's a that's a big hold on. Drew Locke is part of the trade to the Seahawks per sources. Whoa! Truex season. Okay. Oh, True is, it, season. Is, it, is it? Is it happening? It's done. It looks like. It looks like that he's it's, the deal's done. Russell Wilson
0: to to, to the Broncos.
1: All right, we got to give. We have to give instant analysis, Siege. All right, so now what about Javante? Back to the moon. He's back to a first round. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? All right. So what about Jerry? Truex gonna be the starter, baby. Let's go. Like, nobody wants to hear about Drew Locke. Here, let's talk about – You know what? You,
0: what do you mean? Drew Locke, Superflex. He's going to be a great option this year, baby.
1: What, what about – oh, my goodness. Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. I'm you so glad. Somebody, please don't edit out the part where you laughed at the Russell Wilson to Denver part of this podcast.
0: Please don't edit it out. I didn't laugh at it. I you just said, said like – oh, like they're saying it was their always
1: – there was actually their 1A and you made fun of it. Yeah, man. you did. I didn't make fun of it. I just said now that the Aaron Rodgers thing's out, they're kind of backpedaling a little bit, saying that the deal was always Russell Wilson. And it's well, apparently, that what, apparently that was a stupid. Apparently that was a I'm not convinced that that's always been true. I think we it came it have, together within a podcast episode. That's that much is true. Uh, Jerry Judy is going at 78 overall, so that, higher, 60. Oh, like I'm probably going to draft some best
0: balls as soon as this is over. Mm-hmm. 60 is probably where I'll move them to. Late mm-hmm. fifth,
1: that might A- not be enough. AJ Hamler is free. Any interest in him at all with this? With with that? With 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 how good Russell is with with those deep balls? Man, that team's gonna be nasty. Cortland Sutton is nine. Jesus, Cortland Sutton is going at the eight, not eighth, ninth, ninth round turn. Sixth, Seventh round at this point. So you you would have Christ man you would have him six seven turns so you would have what do you think about Cortland Sutton versus Darnell Mooney or Hunter Renfro definitely higher than them it's actually like
0: would I take him over Treylon Burks without knowing his location well, probably you,
1: I mean it, you know, it's I landed, almost like Treylon did at
0: ninety by the way is obscene just for the record. Drake London going behind Rashad
1: Bateman is going to be comical. That's the, that, that, that is absurd. That's going to be comical in two months. Um, who, who in their, who in their draft gets to the eighth round and says, you know what, man, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm taking here, Rashad Bateman. I think that that's like, who's who's who says that? Like, what is it that you saw last year that makes you think that this thing's going to change up, uh, all that much in just one season? Um, Okay, and then uh, so we talked about Javante, and then any th- uh, any thoughts on just Russ as it is? I mean, is this situation that's, better that's, for Russ? That's a dream landing spot. What about what about DK Metcalf
0: and Tyler Lockett? Drew Lock will be fine, baby. Let's go, Drew Locke's not
1: <laughs> do You really think that Drew Locks they traded
0: for? Him. Why would they trade for him? if They didn't want to play.
1: Okay. That's- I'm serious.